Hello and welcome back to Embodied Millions. This is Danielle Margraf and I have a good one for you today. So uh, first I want to say that I did my six-figure frequency day-long event. It was a massive success. Couldn't be more proud of not just um, myself because I did it, (laughs) but how these women showed up. I mean, they showed up transparent, committed, dedicated to their to their mission, to their movement, to the evolution of themselves in what they want to create. And it was, it was just very, 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 very powerful. And, um, we opened up a, I opened up enrollment for a, like a mini mastermind, um, mini meaning small, uh, short amount of time we're doing. It's called magnetize your body, magnetize your money, uh, 90 day mastermind. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about that, then definitely be in touch with me. You can DM me on Instagram. You can friend me on Facebook. You can DM me on Facebook. You can, yeah, you could contact me in all sorts of ways. But, uh, that is really, uh, I'm really excited about it because it is the only somatic, energetic, really, mindset shifting work around identity with money and being able to show up as a magnet that I know of anyway. I don't know anyone else doing a lot of money somatic work. Uh, And it is all tied together. Your nervous system is tied. It's the command center. It is tied intrinsically to your money. And the reason money mindset alone doesn't stick is because this goes far beyond a money story. This is deeper, much deeper. We have to get to the root. So um, if that's you, make sure you uh, reach out to me. Okay, let's get started for my uber, yummy, juicy, amazing episode today. Okay, so... One of the things that shows up a lot is, right, the divine feminine, sacred feminine, right? And listen, the divine feminine is the receiving. It is the being a magnet. It is the uh, surrender. It It is the, you know, having really deep faith and trust in the mysteries of um, life of the universe. It is about tapping inward into those dark places and knowing that we have access to these gifts, you know, the being in our intuition and our, our, you know, our deep knowing, our clairsentience, our clairaudience, our, you know, um, being able to get messages and downloads in our dreams, um, being clear audience, hearing things, right? Having very clear vision, right? Even if it's not in the material world, like those are, those are really beautiful, amazing gifts. And as women, you know, I think everyone has these gifts, but not everyone has access to them. As women, I feel like we have more access to them. But here's where it gets really interesting. 
a lot of work that I've done in the past has been, I would say, you know, I would say that, what do I want to say about that? It's not the work that I have done in the past. Let me correct that. It's that there is this very sort of visual idea of a soft, gentle, you know, white flowing goddess feminine, right? And the truth is, is that myself and the women that I work with are fucking fierce. They're fierce. You're fierce. If you're listening to this, you're probably fierce. (laughs) I don't think you'd be even drawn to my energy if there wasn't some sort of fire inside of you. We call it the dark feminine. And the dark feminine really is a, it's going into these dark places. It's going into, you know, a lot of what we do, a lot of what I talk about here is, you know, going into these dark places that are um, not fun. Listen, it's not fun, right? To speak your truth. That doesn't feel fun, right? Doesn't feel light and goddessy. It creates discomfort. It's, it's like, you know, bringing fire. You know, a lot of times I think what people love about me in my, in my world, if you, you know, are in my world and in my work is that I courageously share this truth, right? I think that is a gift because um, I haven't always been able to do that. It, you know, as a kid, I was never obviously been able to do that. No way. But setting boundaries, not accepting crumbs as like love and going after what you want, right? Not, not you know, having a standard and a, you know, a real level of, you know, what you require to be your next level, you know, high priestess self, sovereign self. And what is fascinating to me is that there is a definite, you know, I think reemergence or there is an emergence of this feeling of, yeah, we're going to talk about the dark feminine and that I'm going to own that you know, for my own self, and I'm going to own that. And that's the work that I do. And so it's about taking up space. It's about um, serving others by serving yourself. It's about loving without abandoning yourself. It's about honoring your body, your animal body, your capacity and what you require and need. It's about taking up space right? It's about, you know, being unleashed and fierce and fire and not apologizing for it, right? Um, And it's about, you know, the dark feminine teaches us that there are these parts of us that are required for next level ascension, for us to be magnets for what we desire and require, for us to, if you want to make the money, right, that you desire and require, there has to be an embracing of this dark feminine, right? There is, you get to be your fullest expression and they're not shameful, 
right? Because what happens is, is that if depending on how you grew up, but I think collectively there is this like, she's too much. You know, there's a shame in it. There's like a sin in it. There's a, there's a bad girl in it, right? And what we do, right? What I, what I do with my clients, what I've done with myself, right? Is really, really do the work that I'm not an expression of what some would maybe call a bitch, right? I'm an expression of fully who I am. And that can feel very threatening to someone who is inauthentic, who is hiding, who bites her tongue. You know, there becomes a judgment, even women to women, even women to women, right? There's, it becomes like there's a competition or a threat. And so a lot of the work that we do, you know, if in embodiment work in the, in the embodiment, in the, you know, in this idea of like embodying millions our way is about coming into a state of really self-acceptance and doing the investigation of going from self-abandonment to self-loyalty. And what does that look like for you? What does that sound like for you? What does that require? What do you desire? Right? And not doing it from a place. I remember, um, you know, listen, if you grew up, I feel like if you grew up in a family where maybe there was a lot of yelling or that, you know, there's, there's some idea of like, I mean, in Italian families, everyone's yelling, but I think that there's like, there's this power over with the yelling, like the louder person has the power, right? Something like that. There's like, at least that's how it was paired for me. But the truth is, is that what I'm talking about in this dark feminine, what I'm talking about in this, you know, movement of being in the magnetism is about being so rooted and grounded in these things that there is almost like this explosion of energy that surrounds you, that emanates from you, that you literally do become magnetic, but in the most, in the most powerful, potent, rich, wealthy way, right? It's not about setting a boundary and being wobbly in it and feeling um, or setting it and then feeling like a bitch or setting it, right? It's about like, it's almost like you don't even have to say it because it just is. It's just who you are. It's who you be, right? What you require you're so, you are so on the path of what you require that your energy is so elevated that very little would get you off track. You know, there might be gnats around you that sort of you have to swat at every once in a while, but, but they're gnats. It's like you're a giant and that's, those things are gnats, you know? And so we do a lot of dark feminine work. And I will tell you from, for, for a long time, um, even up until I would say even a more recent time, because the work is so, so deep, it's so, so deep, just in the way that, you know, 
I go deep into the nervous system, deep into the darkness, deep into the, right, that dark inner landscape of our inner world. Um, you know, there was a part of me that was like, had this thought, oh my God, is everything I do so depressing? <laughs> but far from it. What's so funny, I was asking my Six Figure Phoenix group and they were like, are you kidding me? We leave this you know, feeling so activated and excited and potent and powerful. And this is amazing. And we could do anything. And they come back twice a week, week after week after week. They love it. They don't miss a session, you know? And the truth is, is that that is what it requires, right? There is, there is a, a level of that that needs to be embraced and embodied and expressed in order for, um, in order for us to be a magnet for anything that we desire at the level that we say we desire it, right? And so if we're talking about money or great epic love, right? That's a high frequency that we're talking about, right? That's a high frequency. And only the people who settle for mediocrity will tell you, ah, it's a fairy tale, ah, it's a dream, ah, maybe you're not going to get there, ah, maybe you should just settle for this, you know, ah, he's a good guy, ah, you make plenty of money, focus on something else, right? But that's not what it's about. It's not about living in mediocrity. It's about living an epic life and living it because your number one commitment is about being the best you and being more fully expressed as you. And that is the potency of being part of a collective consciousness that is here to lead in their sole purpose, that's here to lead as a visionary leader, who's here to lead as a thought leader, who's here to lead as a healer, who's here to lead as a light worker, who's here to lead as, as, you know, with your energy medicine, you know, energy healer, like all the things, right? This is it. You're a body worker, you're alternative medicine or holistic medicine, or there's like a, right? These are the, these are the things that are required for you to number one, hold the space, right? Number one, hold the space. And two, be able to constantly expand your consciousness. Because if you're not constantly expanding your consciousness and growing as a leader, how can you lead? Because a leader walks through the fire first. And so it is required for us to go into these dark places, right? And if we don't, there's only so much medicine we can offer. There's only so much medicine we can offer. And so um, this is next level leadership. This is next level being. This is next level self-loyalty. This is next level um, what we require. This is next level, you know, um, embodiment and expression. And, you know, don't forget that many of us, you know, there is a lineage of that, you know, that whole idea of like being burned on at the stake, you know, just like there's generational patterns and there's like this epigenetic history and there's this science around it, you know, for centuries we were feared as women, right? That is a truth, right? So if collectively we are born of our grandmothers and great grandmothers and right, who had this fear of self-expression, who had this fear of, I have to disown my real power because I need to be safe. And so I need to comply and I need to, um, you know, 
I need to be socialized and I need to put on the social mask so I am won't be killed, essentially, right? I mean, that all lives with, there is something part of that that lives in all of us as women, all of us, right? And so it's really part of, I believe, I believe, you know, my, listen, my movement, this is a movement, right? And my movement is around money being an expression of you, of all of us women, living from this place of this divine feminine in complete and total embodiment and expression at this level, which then allows us to do what we love, not be in servitude and do what we have to do, but do it from this place of we literally, we literally walk through life and what we want is sort of like magnetized to us. That wasn't a bad, that wasn't a great sound. <laughs> I was trying to do that, like, you know, like a sound of like, yeah, it's going to be, you know, stick right to us. But imagine walking through life and everything you want just sort of gravitates to you and you know it and you accept it and you're grateful for it and you're excited for it. Instead of going through life, like looking back behind you and, you know, checking and worrying and, um, you know, unsure and afraid to be visible and afraid to be, you know, and, and I got to tell you, there are some, I work with some very, very powerful healers, coaches who are hiding. I mean, they are hiding and it is, um, it's astounding to me because I can see so clearly their power and the impact that they're going to make, right? When they heal the wound of it's not safe to be seen. Oh my God. They are going to be rich beyond belief because they're going to be making the impact because they are literally, right? And so there's this, there's this right before it's like, you know, right before we can, you know, burst out of the cocoon, so to speak. And sometimes we got to burst out of the cocoon multiple times. It's not just one time. It's like, it's like, okay, you know, and now's the next one and now's the next one and now's the next transformation, you know, but there is a deep fear of that. The difference between those women that I'm referring to, right. And maybe someone who is not on this path, right. And obviously if you're listening, you're on the path, um, they're on the path. They're doing the work. And so even if it took them a decade or more, even if it took a lifetime, they are evolving and doing the work. They are doing the deep healing, the reorganizing, the repairing, the, the, they are doing the collective healing as well as their own, right? By, knowing there is something inside of them that's meant for more. There's something inside them that knows they can make this work. There's something inside of them won't give up on the coaching business. There's something inside them that says, I, but I'm so resonant and drawn. I have to do this, right? That is, that is the power of this work, 
And that is the power of being embodied in your millions because the truth is, is once you learn how to embody that, no one can take it away from you. You could be generating over and over and over again, pivoting, pivoting, pivoting. You can, right? If someone were to take all your money away, you could regenerate it. No problem. Once you learn how to do that, you are prosperous. You are prosperous. Um, okay. I feel complete with that. Um, I do want to say, I want to share this one little thing. As I'm um, recording this, there has been, I happen to look outside my back door, my glass sliding door, and there was a hummingbird. And at first I had to look really close because, you know, those are tiny, but they go, they almost seem like they float in air. And it has been with us um, the entire time. And so I have a card that um, talks about hummingbird medicine. And if you give me a second, I'm going to walk upstairs with you. I'm just going to keep you with me. Normally I would maybe mute you, but I'm going to keep you with me and we're going to go upstairs and we are going to, you might hear me on the stairs, and I'm going to read the hummingbird medicine because... I'm going to tell you the last, I want to say, hmm, the last few days, weeks, there has been such potent messaging coming at me. Um, And so this obviously is for all of us. So hang on, let me open it up. I have a beautiful deck. I love this deck. It's called Spirit Animal Oracle, and that's where I'm going to be reading from. Okay, hang on. Let me get my glasses. But this is some good stuff. Because clearly, we are meant to hear this message as a collective. Okay, here we go. Ooh. Be here now. So this is the oracle message. The hummingbird's wings beat so swiftly it can hover in seeming stillness as it drinks deeply from a flower. Hummingbird spirit comes to remind you that the beauty and sweetness of life is the in the internal now, the timeless present. Here and now you are becoming the person you wish to be, to have the experiences you wish to have. Focus your energy on the flower before you for what you desire is being provided. Yes, there are blossoms everywhere. The choices can be dazzling. Hummingbird Spirit's message is that you have no need to go about in search of something better. For all that you require and desire is before you. (laughs) Come on. Oh my God, you can't make this shit up. You will know this as you become still, feeling your connection to spirit who loves you unconditionally and will always provide for you. Oh my gosh, you guys, how fucking unbelievable is that? How, I mean, come on, you cannot make this shit up. (laughs) Oh, okay. I am complete. If that wasn't a message for all of us to hear, I don't know what is. Um, I love you very much, and I will see you next Tuesday. Bye for now. <laughs>